Okay, if you're in chapter 12 on page 126, that's where we stopped, I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong. Okay, so we're starting in the middle of, of near, near the bottom of the page. We, we did the, the beginning already, and, and some of these things are a little repetitious. Right? We'll see there's going to be some repetition in the next year also. We have to maybe uh, cut things a little bit shorter, just because... Uh, Yes, in the nature of the way that he gave the sharing, you know, he went over some some of the points uh, in every in different different times. Okay, so we're going to go the bottom of the page. Everybody at the bottom of page one twenty six. Everybody is a person is obligated mitzara svara, right? As he says in the previous section that we read last week, he says that it, even though svara, right. Right. There's a svara which works for dine mamonas, not for mitzvahs, but since right, midos tovos right, that we learn from the avos are not are more in the realm of of the of the svara, so therefore we learn the midos from the svara. Right? Not if they were mitzvahs, so then you don't have a svara to teach you a mitzvah, because a mitzvah has to come has to be has to be uh, explicitly commanded. We're not commanded to do things without an explicit statement. But uh, but these but the uh, midos as far as we are commanded to do. Therefore, let's move on. Adam liot anav gomel chesed liot ishemet. Three cardinal good midos, humble. Somebody who is as chesed or bestows good upon other people to be a person of truth, a man of truth. Kitsurat avotenu Abba Yitzchak v'Yakov. Zoti ikar tsurata adam v'malat nafshelokim. This is what it means to be a human being. This is what it means to have a divine soul. Right? This is how these things are translated. Right? This is what. V'chomishem mafkiat atzmo mizeh yotzei mitzurat adam shelavot. And we have to, it's very important to understand that these things are not optional. These are things that, okay, you know, you could, you could, you could take them or leave them. No, they're behechrach. They have to be, they have to be, they're necessities, imperatives. It can't be something that you just put on. You behave in a certain way. It has to be something which is, is you feel to be essentially of what it means to be a human being. And you feel that if, to the extent that you right, are lacking in some of these, in, in one of these mitos, that means that there's something fundamentally lacking in your makeup as a person, that you are not living the life of the Tzelem Elohim that was put inside of you. And how do we learn what the Tzelem Elohim is? As we learn from the Avos HaKadoshim. They're the ones who showed us the way of what it means to be a person who lives with, right, as expression of the Tzelem Elohim. And he says, Very important Rambam. He says, what are these things? Three, we have three concepts, three different levels of how we view what we do for other people, our obligations to other people. Chesed, Mishpah 
So the Rambam says as follows: Chesed nofel a gemilut chesed gamur v'hatava lemisha ein lo chok alecha klal. Somebody who has absolutely no claim on you, that's chesed. <coughs> Something that that you you know give to somebody else, not, right? Because right, not because you owe it to him, but because you just want to you want to give something that's above and beyond. Okay. So you do chesed, right? right? You find you find out that there's a guy across the street, you know, who's moving and he needs somebody to help him flip some packages, and you go knock on his door. Right? He has no you have no obligation to him. Right? You have he doesn't. No, he didn't ask you for the favor. You know, you barely know the guy. Well, you want to be walking, at, you know, Kosh Baruch's footsteps. Kosh Baruch's Gomel Chesed. People, you know, people who are into Chesed or should be into Chesed, they, they they look for opportunities, not necessarily opportunities that people come in and ask for. They look for these things. So that's one level of of uh, of, of of relationship. That's that's Chesed. There's no claim, chok from no, no law, but no claim, no, right? Nothing. There's nothing here, right? Pure chesed. Utzdaka, right? is altova ota malas midos Stoka is something that you do, which is, as we'll see, in between, right? Mishpat and chesed. Stoka you do, right? Because you want to complete your, your nefesh. It's something which, if you don't do it, there's going to be something wrong. It's not something that you're fully obligated to do, right? But the lack of doing tzedakah, right? if there is a poor guy who's asking you for money, right? So it could be that you have chesh bonus, uh, that, okay, you know, you know, you don't want to give this guy tzedakah or whatever, but not giving, right, uh, something like that, is, right, your person should want to be mashlim as nefesh. If I don't do this, so then there's going to be some kind of a claim against me. Right? Somebody, right, or somebody, a friend of yours asks you for a favor. And it's tough, you know, it's something that's not so easy to do. So, but there's an union of, it's not, he has no claim on you, he's your friend. He knows, he knows you, you know him, right? you know that he needs the favor. Right, and so that's in the getter of tzedakah. Right? If you do it, right, you're doing a great thing. And if you don't do it, there's something missing. There's something that that you know a mensch would do it, or a mensch would try to do it. Right, would go out of his way if he could. Mishpat, what is mishpat on the top of the page? Who ladun alanidon, right, to give him what he needs, right, what he deserves, exactly what he deserves. Pamim nikama upamim Sometimes it'll be taking revenge. Sometimes it means something that you'll, you know, that we punish a person sometimes, right? Because the mishpat has, has uh, you know, cuts them both in, 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 you know, different directions. Right? Mishpat could be harsh, right? And mishpat could be, uh, justice could be, you know, doing what's good for the person, what, what, what the person prefers, right? Or it could be, that the justice is uh, what what doesn't what, what you know something harsh or something difficult for the guy. There is no you know as you say to the guy there is no right. It's true you're asking me for a favor right. I'm not chayiv to do your favor. I'm not going to and therefore I'm not going to do it right. So you're not doing tzedakah right. And, but you could be doing mishpat right. You could be doing mishpat. You could be saying you know I you know, 
I don't want to do you this favor. I don't. I don't have to do it. Right? And so that's so that's in the level of mishpat. V'lamadu shem mishpat zechiv gomer. So when I do something with mishpat, that's when I'm totally obligated. Right? Mishpat means that I'm obligated to do it. Right? I borrowed money from somebody. Right? Mishpat is I got to pay him back. Right? Mishpat is right? there's no choice. Right? That's that's I owe it. Chesed comes out of the kindness of your heart, not out of any sense of obligation whatsoever. There's a person who has a very kind heart who wants to find ways to bestow good and blessings on other people. It's in the middle. It's not by itself. Because here we're being medayik in the washing of the Rambam, it's malat midot lehashlim bonafshicha. Stoke is something that a person does right, because of the mila of, of his nefesh. Right? Because he is a whole, complete person and he knows that uh, he should do favors for people. Yeah, we're not here talking about stalker that if somebody, you know, it could be Allah or something, if an ani comes and knocking on your door, you have to give him some money, right? Something, right? You know, that, that uh, I'm not talking about Gidre Halacha of, you know, Hilchus Stalker. Whereas here we're talking about stalker, the Ramam is not talking about the mitzvah of stalker. The Ramam is talking about, as we said, doing favors for people, right? Trying to help people. It's something that you're not obligated to do, right? right? But, and, but it's not completely out of the goodness of your heart. It means something that I want that I want to do because a mensch, a person should do this. This is what's expected of people in such a situation. If a person does it, so then he is living up to his his Solomon looking. If a person doesn't do it, so there's something lacking, right? And you know, so you know, the, the you know, and the best the best word that we, that I can think of is mensch, right? When somebody doesn't do things that he should be doing. So then the normal reaction would be, you know, Nishke Mech. Right? Not a Mech. No, no. Right? Doesn't, doesn't understand what's expected, right? Because of the relationships that exist between people, right? And he, and he, he acts selfishly, he thinks about himself. He doesn't think about, about, how, about how to react to other people properly, right? That's Nishke Mech. Zelole Garmi Mishpat, Zelole Garmi Chesed. Whereas a person who is, right, has a nefesh, that nefesh uh, lives with, with the malat of the nefesh, understands that these are things that he should do right, if he really wants to be the kind of person that Hashem wants us to be. Right? And if he, does, if he fails to do it, if he fails to live up to that, well, then he should know that you're not the type of a person that Hashem wants a person to be. And uh, so now it says in the Pasuk, right? Remember, everything goes back to the Pasuk and Parshas Vayero. Right? That's the phrase that's used in the Torah, right? That the Derech Hashem is to do Tzaka and Mishpat. So enarak mitzad gidre Torah. So mishpat could be the gidre Torah. That's what you're chayiv to do. Kigomishem mechavein liot anav mitzad mitzvah shebetorah. And somebody who wants to be an onav 
because the Torah commands you to be a humble person, you're not Yotze. You haven't lived the way you're supposed to be living. Right? He has to understand that this is what his soul demands. His soul demands that this, in order, God put the soul, put the nefesh into the world in order that it should find expression through the person's masim. And it demands, right? I demand that I find the expression by doing stalker to people. Right? And if you don't, you, uh, Mr. Body, the, the goof that I was put into, uh, respond selfishly and egotistically to all kinds of situations. So then you are denying me, the nefesh, the ability to live life, to, to express myself, and to live to the live my live up to the potential that I have in this world, because you're you're locking me up into in, in this in this uh, in this closet in this jail of just being selfish and just thinking about my, just uh, just thinking about yourself. And now the selfishness comes from the goof. Right? The goof is what's selfish. The goof is what thinks about itself. The goof wants everything for itself. Right? The nefesh. Right? If it's locked into a goof that is predominant and has its way, so then the nefesh, as you know, it says in the Swarim, the nefesh feels a tremendous pain, a tsar. Right? You know, I, I'm, I, I'm not living, right? this isn't what, this is what, what the Kosh Baruch had in mind when he created me. But he, had, he created me in another way. So that's what we have to understand, that in order to give expression to that nefesh, we have to live up to the the standards that this is what an, this is what a properly functioning nefesh does, and a properly functioning nefesh does is humble, right? and when when therefore we have to be humble, not because God commanded us to be humble, but because if we're not humble, then there's something wrong with the functioning of our nefesh. Kedivar Rabbeinu Yona, ha'emet, truth. Right, we had this from the Shari Chuba a couple of a couple of pages ago, right? That he says that that the the, the, the truth comes from the Malata Nefesh. It's on page one twenty two, right? You know the, the quotation there. Kihumi Sodeya Nefesh. At the end of the about near the second second half of the page, he says. It's not enough to just fill the true the mitzvah of being truthful. So what so what he's saying here is 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 a is a, is a bit of a chiddush, meaning it's that we have to be aware. Of the role that these midos play in our in our nefesh, it's not. It doesn't. It, it shouldn't happen. Is a dover sheino miskaving. Oh, okay. I'll, since the Torah says I have to be an honor, since the Torah says I have to tell the truth, so I'll tell the truth. And mimela, okay. So I guess my nefesh will be okay. Now, a person should be aware of the fundamental role that these midos play in his. In, in his, his makeup as a human being, right? And he should be aware that he's not just dealing with the uh, technical acts, technical mycin. He is dealing with fundamentals of, of who he is and, and his identity, right? Misur and Efesh. 
והדבר שייך לצורת האדם שקיבלנו מן העבוד. How do we know? So we can't necessarily rely on, on our intuitions. We, could, we, have to, we have to have models. We have to have role models. We have to see what is, uh, what is the, uh, what does it look like? Because if we don't have some kind of a picture in our mind of what does it look like, so it could be that we'll just make, we'll be led astray, that our goof will trick us and fool us into not being the way that we're supposed to be. But we could be tricked where we're not, uh, we're not, we're not Avram Yisrael who could figure these things out on themselves, but on their own. We are, their descendants, we have the ability to follow in their footsteps. But we, but we could, we, we need, we need the role models, right? And I'm just thinking now that maybe that's the pshat and Chazal, where Chazal say, this I didn't see Rav Moshe, but I'm just thinking that that's the Chazal say, that Godol Shimusho Yosem Bitalmudo. The Shimush Talmide Chachamim is greater even than learning from them. Shimush means serving them, being around them, right? seeing how they react to different situations. There is, when you're around the Talmud Chacham, right, who has a shlemus of his nefesh and a shlemus of his midos, so then you see how he reacts in a in, a, in, the, in his natural setting. In other words, you see what you see what, what is his gut reaction? You see how what what what's his, what happened? What, what what is he thinking? What what what, what comes out? Right? You know, just when when you know that when 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 put to some kind of a test, and and this is something that we that we need role models for. That's why it's, it's important, right? Not to isolate ourselves from teachers, from people who have succeeded in creating some kind of a of a shlemus in their midos, right? and, and the more we can we can learn from them and be around them, so we see how. Uh, what, it, what it's supposed to look like. Okay. But, okay, so let's move on. Okay. Okay, so now, remember, uh, right, remember last time we also spoke about the concept of chiyuvim, right? And then obligations, right? And I said in the next chapter, right, that Rav is, the next two chapters, actually, uh, Rav Moshe goes into great lengths to explain the concept of being chayev, the concept of obligations, right? And so here he, here he discusses it, the kids are more, and then in the coming shurim, he's going to uh, amplify that. That everything that a person, the root of all the obligations of a person is obligated to his chaver, Right? That a person should not be donev das. I will have a definition of a better definition of donev das in a little bit, and a couple of paragraphs down. Or the kind of a thing is is that a person who promises has to has to fulfill his promise. Right? Right? Not like the Israeli politician who, uh, when confronted with his campaign promises, said. Uh, that's, a, that's a different madriga, you know. That's, you know, that's, yeah, that's so. Uh, you know, but we, if we, uh, we, if we promise, so we have to promise. We're promising if tachti lekayem, right? and that's meikir anefesh, right? Who mikoach hamidot shekibalu meavot? As we're saying, we're, 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 we're here is trying to very carefully 
right, and very consistently, right, create this dichotomy between the level of the midos and the level of the mitzvos. So there's a mitzvah in the Torah, mitzvah sheker tirchok, right? But it reaches something much more fundamental than that. Ulafichach. Hevi Rambam dvarim eila behilchas deos. That's, we'll see, Marmoshik repeats this several times throughout the course of the Shurim, that the subject of hilchas deos have to do with the midos of the nefesh. There, the Ramam also talks about the dinim of, of, of uh, Geneva's das. And Mechira, when you sell something, you have to sell something in an honest way, not make it look better than it, than, than it really is. Right? Don't cover over the, you know, the blemishes. Right? Those are things, right? So, Hilchas Mechira, right? Hilchas Geneva, right? Then there's a Geneva's Das. But besides that, it's in Hilchas Deus, right? So he says, really what it boils down to is a shulchan orach before matan Torah. The whole system that was already in place before the Jews ever right, left Egypt and before they stepped into Harsinai. Uh, what is necessary? What is obligated? What is necessary? The Tzuras Adam, just by the fact that this is a human being, God created human beings in such a way that uh, that their nefesh, right, as we said before, has to, can, is, finds expression only in uh, the in in uh, through behaving with 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 the proper midos. Ubonemar, right. And that's in, in that Shulchan Aruch. It says, "Shakesher shebein bnei Adam v'ofen ashayachut beinehem." The kesher between people, the kind of connection, and the relationship that they have with each other. Yotzer ma'arechet hamechuyevet od lifnei agdarim shulchan. The very fact that I interact with other people, I relate to other people creates a system of mutual obligations. The fact that, I, that, that this is how HaKadosh Baruch Hu created the world, that whenever I have a, an interaction with somebody else, right, whatever it might be, I have to examine right, what, does, what becomes obligated, what, what is, becomes necessary or obligated out of the fact that he's a human being and I'm a human being, and we have to relate to each other in a way which is consistent with the way Baruch Hu created the nefesh of human beings. And I can, you know, we can corrupt that, we can behave not according to, according to that. That's always a possibility, but that's that, that it's a violation of, 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 of the basic rules. That's what I always, so every inter, interaction right, has to take that into account that is there going to be some kind of pagam, some kind of problem with my uh, with my nefesh, right? if I if I behave in a certain way, if I, right? what, 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 what's 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 going to do? What is going to what is it going to mean? So he says again. He says it again. Stealing money, that's one thing. That's a, that's an avera. Here, Ramosh is getting into the more details of what is. What does it mean to be a gonev das? 
the fact that he relied upon me. Right? In other words, I created, I said something to him, I gave him a promise, and he relied on it. So now, right, I'm and if I don't do that, so I'm stealing from him. I'm stealing his das. Right? I'm taking something that he has, right? He thought he had. He thought that he had a promise for me. He thought that something was going to be happening. And, right, and now I'm saying, guess what? I didn't mean it. That I don't consider myself to be obligated. Right, by the fact that you think that you that I promise you to do something, you know, I don't, as far as I'm concerned, that doesn't create an obligation. If a person says speaks like that, right, and he thinks that it doesn't create an obligation, so then he is, right, then he's guilty of, of everything we talk about. The person promises and doesn't feel that that this is obligates him. His personality, his very personality is pagum, right, is deficient. And as we said above, right, Torah only comes, right, is the second step. This is the, the, the original of Chaim Vital. Torah comes to a nefesh which has, which is capable of receiving Torah, which has brought itself to a level of, of the midos of the ovos. Then, then, then you can reach. Then, then we can speak the Torah. But if a person, right, doesn't keep his promises, ain't a royal Torah. Right? He's not fitting for Torah. So, and 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 what it means is that if you're not fitting for Torah, then you're wasting your time learning Torah. Right? That, that way, it should, it should be, it should be clear to us, right? If you because you're wasting your time because the Torah is going to go in one ear and not the other. It's not going to be something which is part of your. Uh, part part of your existence, part of your reality. Right? It's just it's, it's, it's going to be lacking. Right? You're, 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 right? uh, you, you, if you didn't create the 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 clue for it, well then, right? then then it's not going to happen, right? Then it's not going to happen. Right? That's uh... okay. Hagdarat Isur Ganevus Das. Okay, let's just finish up here. What is what's the definition of Ganevus Das? So Mefuresha Barishonim. Here's an, an aspect of it. Right? Let's say, I sell a goy, a, a, a the, the leg of the thigh of the uh, of the behemoth, right? And I say, this thigh is right, it's been cleaned of the Gidanosha. Now, as far as the Ghana, the, the guy is concerned, he could eat a Gita Nasha. That, that's not a, he doesn't have a mitzvah. But he thinks that you gave him something more valuable. He thinks he thinks he owes you right, a favor. Right? He thinks, right? Because look, look at this fine Jew. He sells me the stuff that, that, that you know he sells to his best customers. Right? So I'm stealing. What am I stealing? I'm stealing his sense of obligation to me. He thinks I did him a favor. So whenever, so Ganevas Das is when somebody thinks that you did him a favor, and we really didn't do it, and because he thinks you did him a favor, he feels obligated to you. Oh, so then you're stealing his Das. Litvo Ameasheni Kesef Shena Mechuyav 
to uh, claim money that the guy doesn't owe you. That's Gneva. When a person causes another person right, to feel it necessary to be to be grateful, to have gratitude towards him, he makes the other guy a mechuyav to him. I'm taking his sense of obligation to me when there's no good reason for him, because I didn't give him anything in exchange. Right? So I'm pretending that I that I gave him something and I didn't. Right? And so now he has a sense of obligation. So what happens is I'm playing with something which is more fundamental than the money. Right? That's why that's why he says, if I steal, if I if I claim money, all I'm taking is money. And all I'm, I'm taking is money. That's not as fundamental as perverting the dot of him or perverting the relationship of dot between people because right? right, people have a sense of 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 connection to each other and if i falsely create an impression of that that makes him think that he has a certain relationship with me that he owes me a certain thing so then i am taking something which is more precious more fundamental right okay and as, you know, as we'll see, right? He brings it as an example, right? Of, right? Again, he says the same thing in a few different ways, look, but there's a very telling example on the next page. Okay, if, if you look at the, if you look at the, um, to turn to the next page, on page 128, right, there's a very interesting footnote, right? Look at the, there's a footnote on page 128, which is very, very interesting. Biramban, right, Veracious Periclamites, Katav al Divra Yosef la Eshet Potifera. She was, as we know, right, she was trying to make trouble right, to seduce him. And what did he say to her? Vitachain le Faresh. So the Ramban, one of the comments, one of one of his explanations is, it says, "Vechatati lelokim." What does Yosef say? I will sin to God. What does he mean when he says that if I do what you want me to do, if I sin with you, then I'm sinning to God? So he's saying right, that this really means "Babgida hazot." In this. Begida, right? this. I'm gonna translate begida. This betrayal. Right? What you say, John? Begida. This. Not hearing anything. Begida. Somebody else said betrayal. The treachery, right? Right. In other words, this is a betrayal, right? A betrayal, right? That's the word we're looking for. Right, that's the problem. That this is a betrayal of trust. Right. This is going to be very bad for me that I will have this sin before God. God's eyes 
are on the faithful. Right? That's what Hashem wants us from us. Right? So therefore, if I betray the trust of my master, right, your husband, right, then this is going to be mean that I've committed something which is very very bad. Right? The words of the Ramban. Right? Betrayers, traitors, right? People who are, who are not faithful, they don't come before God. Right? God doesn't doesn't want to look at them. Says the Ramban, the people who made this commentary, right, spoke the truth, right. Raklo hiskir iser ha'erva, right. Excuse me, udvaro emet. I'm sorry, I misread it. Udvaro emet. Yosef's words were true, right. Raklo hiskir iser ha'erva ki deber imakeder chamashin. He didn't speak about, oh, you know, it's it's terrible, you know, there's an os, it's oser. So he said, "Deraisa to have you know to have illicit sexual relations." Right? He spoke. He went, he spoke to her in language that a woman would understand. Right? A woman is not so interested in, and in, in she's she's not so interested in Yisurim, especially a woman in that in that situation. What he's trying to get across to her was is that this is really the, the most fundamental thing about me is that you're asking me to betray trust, and this is this is my you're asking me to you know, to. Deny my tzelim elokim, to deny, to pervert my existence as a human being. That's something that I can't do. And yes, sir, say that, you know, we can argue about it. But, you, know, you can say, okay, you know, God will forgive you, right? But this for this, it is not going to be forgiven, right? And then he brings another, uh, then in the next paragraph, he quotes another Ramban, right? And he quotes another Ramban in, in Ramban in, in uh, Embraces Memhe Aleph. So I, I looked it up, and there the Ramban says an interesting thing. That that's where right, in Memhe uh, Pasuk Aleph, that's where Yosef uh, uh, reveals himself. The beginning when Yosef reveals himself to his brothers, and he says, right, well, right, and he says, Take everybody out of the room right? when I reveal because you don't want anybody, right? And there was nobody in the room. So says the Ramban, an interesting thing. What, what, what was the pshat there? Right. Because he said, you know what Paro, what the Avde Paro are going to say when they if they hear the whole story? He didn't want he didn't want them to know the story that the brothers sold him into slavery, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. She Yomru, I'm reading the Ramban now. And gracious, she amru avdei paro umitzrayim alehem. What are the paro's servants and, and is going to say about his brothers? Elu anche bogdut. These are people of betrayal. Lo yaguru be'artzenu v'lo yidruchu ba'amenotenu. We don't want them around, right? To live in our land and to be in our houses. Bagdu be'achehem. They betrayed their brother. They betrayed their father. What are they going to do here? They won't trust him. They'll say, Yosef comes from a place where people right, are not are not mentioned. Right? This is something that we that that Yosef felt that even the Egyptians, even the Egyptians, were not known for their high moral standards, right? but even they would somehow feel that there was something lacking. There's something, something about these guys that uh, 
No, we don't. We, we don't want them around. We, 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 these are not people. That, the kinds of people that we want to you know, invite into our into our country and, and and make them feel comfortable and make them you know get and give them all the good things that Paro promised. Right. That was uh, that was something that 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 he didn't want to risk. Okay. Anybody have any questions, statements, comments, answers? Yeah. Yes, Yuri. Well, it's. Um... You know, we're supposed to be learning from our forefathers all these basic midot, and then the story of the brothers on its face has uh, exactly the opposite lessons. I mean, it's just a little striking. Yeah, okay. Listen, it says, you know, yeah, yeah. certainly the, the brothers didn't, uh, you know, certainly the brothers committed a sin. And, you know, and so it doesn't say that, the, that they, they didn't sin. Right. One of the things that we do learn from the story is the generosity or the magnanimity that whatever the word is of, that uh, uh, that Yosef showed towards his brothers right? and how how he accepted them and how he understood that it was all me'elokim and et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah, Chazal uh, 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 do tell us that uh, you know that even at the time of the uh, Asura Ruge Malchut. And the ten, the ten martyrs, right? In the time of the Romans, that they were right, that we speak, that we read about in the Kinos of uh, Tishabov, and we read on Yom Kippur, uh, they were, they were, they were, you know, the, the the Roman emperor said, "You have to pay. You ten have to pay for what your ten, you know, the ten brothers did. Ten can I get ten, right?" And the Chazal said, "Yeah, the Chazal accepted this as you know, something that." There's been a, a blemish on, on the mark of Am Yisrael, right? So that's so it doesn't say everything, that's, but we have to learn, okay? But uh, yeah, yeah. So that's maybe so similar, you know we're not going to try to, uh, right, to, to, to uh, you know to justify that. Okay, let's move on. Okay. Can the Rav can the Rav hear okay. me? Uh, we can hear you, but I don't know if the Rob can. I hear you. Can you hear me? Uh -huh. Everybody hear me? I, I think you can't hear Baruch for some reason. I, I don't know why. I can't hear. Can't hear whom? Baruch Levinsky. Baruch Levinsky is muted according to my uh, my sign here. Baruch, are you muted? Are you there? Yeah, that, I'm uh, not mute. Wonderful picture. He's not muted, and we nope. can hear him. We can hear him though, so he can't be on mute. Uh, but I can't hear him because in my in my picture he's muted. Okay, so a, what do we do? I got a red microphone with a with a slash through it. Can you press on it? Uh -huh. or Try. Uh, says here, ask to unmute. I don't know. Maybe Baruch should try to mute and then unmute again. Yeah, I've tried that a few times. Uh, yeah, I'll, so, I'll, I'll, I'll say my, I'll say my question just quickly. Maybe look at the participant's sign here. Uh, we'll, we'll transfer. He does this question a lot and then we'll Baruch repeat Lubinsky, it. Uh, is, according to my book, Baruch why, Baruch, why don't you say your question and we'll pass it on to Rav, Rav Hirschfeld. So, so, 
it's basically just the same continuation. It's not just a question on, on you know, the shutting and the sin that they did. It's really, if, if this have, was uh, so, if it was sufficient from people, prior, prior to uh, Matanzora, why, why did Denise uh, uh, fall to such a level when they had that background? Is he talking to you guys? Yes, he's already speaking. He's he's talking while the rabbi is talking. Yeah. So the question is just why, if that was sufficient that we had from the Avos to have this element of death, so then why was it not sufficient to, to be machzik to all of Kali Shal when they spent years in Mitzrayim and everything? And, and, and to a certain degree, why do we even need yeah, did he, uh, did he ask this question? He's still that, asking. That was it. Okay, so somebody asked the question to Rev Hirschfeld. Should I give it a try? Go for okay. it. Okay. I think what Baruch is asking is um, if if Am Yisrael received such an amazing and powerful uh, influence from their Avot that we got all the Midot, um, why did we sink right before Matan Torah to the level of uh, the Egal Azav? And he even asked, why do we need a Torah if we had that going for us um, from the other one. If it's already part of our DNA, right? basically. Yeah, so, yeah so, so the second question is easier for me to answer because we discussed it as saying is that right, the second, the, the, that's what, that's what Rav Vital discussed earlier. That, that, that was the foundation of the whole approach is that the mitzvahs raise us, or the mitzvahs speak to our higher parts. In other words, but there's a lot more to do, right? To connect with Hakadosh Baruch Hu, right? After we've we've worked on our midos, the midos are there, right? To to be able to use our lower nefesh as part of our avodas Hashem. The lower nefesh is that's the part where the midos reside, and that's connected to the goof and the and the neshama, the higher part, right? Communicates with the goof through the through the through the lower nefesh. And so if we haven't perfected our lower nefesh, we're not able to, uh, in any way, put the mitzvahs into practice. But the mitzvahs are there to sanctify us, to bring us kedusha. And every mitzvah that we, that every mitzvah elevates us way beyond the, the level that we are if we didn't have the mitzvahs. That's asher kedushanu b'mitzvotav v'tzivanu. That's the level of the Torah. So, so, what, so what we have to understand is that the, the Midos are there to enable us to reach the Kedusha of connecting with the Kodesh Baruch Hu on, a, on the highest level. Right? The Schar and Olam Haba that we're going to get right, is going to be for mitzvahs. Right? In other words, the, the Schar and Olam Haba that we're going to get is, is, is going to be dependent on, on how we relate it to the Tariyag mitzvahs. Right? Then that, that, that's, that's what gives us Chaye Olam. Right? That's what gives us eternal life. The eternal life comes from the Torah. And comes from the mitzvahs, right? That's a whole. That's a whole homashlema, right? Above the level that we've been talking about, right? So that's what we need, and and so so therefore we're only talking about laying the foundation. Right? Without the foundation, then so nothing is going to stand. We're talking about laying the foundation. But after the foundation is there, you can't be you can't you know, just uh, be satisfied with the foundation, right? The, the whole way of connecting with the Kodesh who could be giving ourselves. The, the kedusha of the, of the of the Torah right, comes from Matan Torah, right? 
the first question, you know, how do we sink? You know, you know, how do we sink? Um, you know, again, it's, it's you know, we 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 have we have we have a free we have the free will. In other words, what the others could give us is the the foundation, the the, the you know the uh, the examples. And as we said before, right, we can we can uh, right, we can, we can see them. We we can we we can learn from them, but. At the end of the day, uh, we uh, right, a person is still free to have bad mitos, right? and I'm sure uh, every one of us, including Baruch, has you know, run into uh, bad mitos in his life, you know? either within ourselves or with other people. You know, I mean, everybody's it's all around us. So we have we have the free will. You know, that's there's, there's it's not a Yerusha. Torah, the Torah is not a Yerusha, right? and and the, and the mitos of, of the Avos and not a Yerusha. What does it mean, not a Yerusha? It means that we have the potential to to always reach that, but we don't have the. Uh, but uh, we can always, you know, we can always fail. Okay, so it's very interesting that I have Dove Bear on my screen as being muted, but he's not. I could hear him. I have Baruch on my screen as being muted, and he is. So, what that means, and I have David Cronish as being on my screen as being muted, and I heard him talk before too. So, Leah there. So. Uh, <laughs> okay, so I, I guess I'm baffled. Okay, let's finish up. Hachiyav lebrit haTorah biyisodei hanefesh. Heveinu leel et so now we're going to talk about the covenant. Heveinu leel and otdalet et sheilat hamishnah lamelech keitzad yitchayvu bishvuah bebritot kodem atan Torah. How could there be an obligation of oaths and covenants before matan Torah? As we said, that was one of the first things that we learned a couple of weeks ago, maybe last week, I remember, that is the Avnei Nezer. Because it says in the Gemara, we found the Moshe Rabbeinu, he gave them this oath, and he said, "Amala," and he said them, "Do shelo al datchem ani mi yashbiatchem el adat hamakom ba'al dati." Or is it not? I'm the the kavana of Yeshua is what I'm thinking, not what you're thinking. You you may have some reservations, but that those reservations don't count. Kinemar v'lo itchem lo batchem ki adoshay yeshnoko ubetosvus. So those are the kashen. Ksat kashen. Ma'ita mo'elat hashvua. K'moshe yareshi avdu avodat kachochavim. K'mokein ayaliro. He says, "Why? What? What? What good? What? What effect? What the the, the shvu have? If he was afraid that they were going to be over avodah so then he could be afraid that they're not going to listen to the shvu. Right? If you tell a guy, you know, I, I suspect you of of uh, you know being a murderer, and, and so I want you to take a shvu that you don't murder. If you if you're capable of murdering, then you're capable of breaking your shvu. So then, what what was the point?" He says, Moshe says, Why did the Torah just ask it here? We've already had the Brisa, the Sinai, the Brisa, at Arbos Moab before this, and Parshas Kisobo. This is a new Brisa, and Parshas Nitzavim. Why is he talking about this? Okay, he says, I am 
Akasha, why is Tzadik asking Akasha Dafka on the bris of Parshas Tzavim? Or the Rabbi Nezer Mechalik many so shvul shvul chavero, right? He says that there's mechalik between the Isur shvul when you take a shvul to your friend. Shilin yon Isur bali achel arei shvul shelo amru befiv lo chola. That was according to the strict din. If the shvul wasn't said with your mouth, the shvul is not chal. Hilu lo nishba. It's like he didn't swear. Avul shvul chavero mechayevet gam shelo begidrei shvul shenitchat shuvat Torah. But a, but a shvur to your friend is chayiv even without the mitzvahs of shvur. Therefore, we can understand what Taisus is meaning. Those were like shvurs to your friend. That they made a covenant. They didn't have a kasha. At, right at the end of it, right, he's forcing them to have a kofel. Oh, now we're talking about the mitzvahs of shuas after the mitzvahs were given already. So, therefore, the question is, he's giving a terrence to an interesting question. Why did uh, this shvua was different than the other shuas? The other shuas Moshe relied on because of the, because of the, there was the, the swara, right? But this rule, which came afterwards, after the mitzvahs were already given, so then it's yes, a kasha there. Okay. Right. The whole point of obligating ourselves to HaKadosh Baruch Hu with a brit, that only is in the getter of the mechuyavut klapei chavero, right, as we're chayiv to other people, and that's what we're going to see in Mir Hashem. Okay, next time. Now, there's a good chance that next week I will not be able to be, give a class. I have a wedding, which I hope to go to. Not a, not a family wedding, but a very dear alumnus of the yeshiva. I'm going to make a wedding here in Israel. So, uh, so assume there won't be a shear. If there is a shear, then I'll, I'll uh, send out emails uh, at the, in the middle of the week saying that there will be a shot and all the, the regular participants. I hope I remember everybody. Okay, but, uh, but so assume that next week there won't be a shear unless you hear differently. Okay, the Seder. So I wish everybody uh, a good week and uh, the Chodesh Tov here in, uh, here in Israel. It's already Rosh Chodesh. You guys are the other side of the ocean. It's not yet Rosh Chodesh, but, uh, yeah, but here it's already Rosh Chodesh. And uh, everybody should have a good week and a good month. And uh, so again, okay, so next week, probably not unless you hear differently. The Seder called to you. Well, thank you. Also, uh, everybody should wish Baruch Levinsky Mazatov. His son got engaged on Friday. And uh, Mazatov. Mazatov. Should have many smachot by all 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 of us. Amen. Amen. Okay, well, the store for Rabbi. Thank you. You're very welcome. Called to be well.